Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. I thought we would do a reaction to SEN's Coaches Under Pressure tier list. Now, obviously, they, were, they posted this uh, two days ago, but we're going to go through and have a look at what coaches they think are under pressure and what coaches they think are fully safe, as they've got here on the tier list. And there's a few coaches they think are fully safe. Not too many coaches that need a big 2024 or are in the hot seat, which is nice to see. Uh, but we'll obviously go through this list and give our opinion on what coaches we think are going to be under pressure and what coaches we think are going to be fully safe going into the 2024 season. So let's have a look at the fully safe list so far. They've gone through and done all 17 coaches here, which is really nice. Uh, we'll start off with the first guy in the fully safe list, Craig Bellamy. Uh, again, I think he's quite safe because it's his last year. I don't think they're going to be sacking him in his last year. I'll tell you that for free. Uh, Melbourne have had a lot of, lot of success over the past few years, consistently made finals. It's their Melbourne way to make finals. They don't accept anything less. Uh, and they've done a really solid job consistently over the past few years as well. So I don't think uh, that Craig Bellamy has anything to worry about. As I said, it's his last year reportedly. So uh, I think that he's going to be pretty safe for his last year. He probably will leave anyway uh, or go into a consulting role at the Melbourne Storm instead. And they'll bring in another coach. Maybe the assistant there at the moment steps up. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see there for the Melbourne Storm. But... Craig Mellamy, I agree, fully safe. I don't think there's any concerns around him. Wayne Bennett, again, it's his last year with the Dolphins before he reportedly goes and coaches the New Zealand side, which will be a nice little switch up for Wayne. Um, I think that's a really good move for Wayne and for the Kiwis, especially replacing a good coach with a good coach. I don't mind it at all. Uh, I think that'll be a great move for Wayne Bennett and for the Kiwis. So fully safe uh, for the Dolphins as well. I think that, um, you know, the fact that they did much better than a lot of people thought they would have um, last season, Wayne Bennett's definitely safe um, over the next year or two, depending on how long his contract is. I think he's got at least one or two more years uh, with the Dolphins. I think it might be his last year this year or maybe next year. I'm not too sure. I have to double check that one, but... Uh, Wayne Bennett's going to be safe. Wayne Bennett's the best coach in rugby league. So I don't imagine he'd be unsafe under any circumstances at all. Uh, the next one is Ivan Cleary. Again, he's won the past three premierships. There's no chance that he's going to be anywhere near the unsafe category. Fully safe for me as well. Uh, you'd imagine that the Penrith Panthers are going to be the favorites to win the comp again uh, this season as well. So I don't think that uh, Ivan Cleary is going to be unsafe under any regard. So fully safe, I agree with. They've done a really good job so far, the guys at SEN. Shane Flanagan for fully safe. It's his first year, so I sort of get it. I'd probably have him one tier down to probably safe. Um, you know, obviously, people do expect um, the, the Dragons to get the spoon. So if they get the spoon, it's expected, especially with the squad that they do have. It's his first year. It's going to take more than a year to, you know, rebuild this team. But I wouldn't have him as fully safe because the Dragons and the board at the Dragons have been very ruthless. So you just don't know what's going to happen over there. I'd have him, <clears throat> sorry, in probably safe for me, Shane Flanagan. But... Look, I wouldn't be surprised if he is fully safe going into the next few years because it is his first year with the club. 
Uh, it's going to take more than one year to turn things turn things around there to recruit certain players to build a really solid lineup to compete for a top eight spot. It's going to take more than one year. It's going to take more than two years. It'll probably take more than three years or maybe more to turn this side and the culture around this team around um, over the next few years. And I think Shane Flanagan's one of the better guys to do that. So I agree with fully safe, but I'd probably have him in the probably safe category, to be honest. Uh, the next guy is uh, Benji Marshall. I think fully safe. Again, it's his first year. It's gonna be. It's gonna take more than a few years to turn this side around as well. They've got this squad to, you know, compete for a top eight spot. They've got John Bateman, Isaiah Papali'i. Um, you know, they've got Api Corosau, a premiership winning dummy half. Jareen Buller, the next big thing, obviously being mentored by Greg Inglis as well. Uh, you've got a really solid base uh, in terms of talented footballers in this side. Um, you've obviously got a really decent back line now as well with the likes of Justin Olam, with the likes of guys like Josh Folletti, Charlie Staines coming through. Uh, you've got guys like, just trying to think of their back line off the top of my head. Yes, David Nofaluma has left, but you're going for a new team now. Junior Tupo is going to be there for a year, but you've got enough young guys in that side to compete uh, with some of the better back lines in the competition. You've got a really young base that can be blooded into first grade over the next few years. It is going to take more than one or two years for them to be a competitive uh, top eight side, but they've got the roster to do so, particularly in the forward pack. Guys like David Klemmer, Fanua Pole, Justin Matsumua, some young guys in this side as well. But Clem, the big guy in the middle, the leader in that forward pack, Alex Twall as well. They've got a really solid pack, as we said before. Guys like John Bateman, Isaiah Papali'i in the back row, one of the best back row combinations we've ever seen uh, so far over the past few years. So, um, you know, I think that they've got a really good base. I think that it will take more than a year or so to get them to be a top eight side. Uh, but I think they've got the base to do it this year. It's just going to be a matter of how much they want it and how they, you know, go about putting their spine together. The likes of Aiden Caesar, Jaden Sullivan. Uh, you obviously got Latu Finu coming through as well and then Jerome Luai coming in 2025. I think that they've recruited really well. So I do think that Benji's fully safe. I can confidently put him in that category because it is his first year. Uh, even if he doesn't go well, it would be somewhat expected for a first-year coach uh, who's obviously, you know, two or three years ago was still playing in the competition as well. So I wouldn't expect too much, but I'd also expect a lot from what the, the from the roster that they do have. Um, so I'm pretty 50-50 on Benji Marshall and how he's going to go this year, but I imagine he's going to be fully safe regardless. Uh, Ricky Stewart in the fully safe category. He bleeds that green jersey. He bleeds for the Canberra Raiders. While he's played there and obviously in the coaching ranks as well, he bleeds that green color, that Raiders green. Um, I think that he will definitely be fully safe. I can't see him getting sucked by the club. Uh, the guys on the SEN podcast were saying that he could be um, sacked or he could be let go or he could just up and quit, but I really disagree with that. I think that it's going to take a lot to get Ricky Stewart out of this side. Uh, Ricky Stewart, for me, is fully safe. I really do think that... Um, he will be there for a long, long time, and I think he'll be a big part of turning this side around as well. They've got a few, a bit of dramas at the moment with their spine. They're one and their six. We don't know for sure who they're going to be, uh, which is going to be a little bit scary. You've also got vets in this side like Josh Papali'i, 
Uh, Elliot Whitehead, Jordan Rapana. It's going to be their last few years playing rugby league. Jordan Rapana, Elliot Whitehead. It is their last year playing uh, NRL. So they're going to go into a new era. They're in a bit of a reboot at the moment, the Raiders. Uh, and I think that Ricky Stewart's the best guy to be the coach of that side for this rebuild as well. I don't think you're going to find anyone better to wear that uh, Raiders coaching kit uh, than uh, Ricky Stewart, who has bled for that club before and is bleeding for that club right now. So passionate about his Canberra Raiders. Uh, Des Hasler also in the fully safe category. Um, I can agree with that. It is his first year. I think he is the guy to turn this Titans side around. And there's been some high expectations of the Gold Coast Titans this year as well. I have them in my top eight as a Smokey. A lot of people are the same. Just with the roster that they have and the spark that they have and the forward pack that they have. Tino, Mo Fodawaka, Kenan Palacea. It's one of the better forward packs in the competition. It's just how they use this bench rotation that is going to be really interesting. I'm keen to see how Dez puts his little Dez Hasler, uh, you know, salt into this um, side and his magic into this side, I should say, uh, and really turns this side around. Salt was really the wrong acronym there. More so his magic um, into the side. I don't know where salt came from, but anyway, uh, Dez Hasler, I think that he can definitely put his magic into this team and turn the things around at the Titans for sure. So fully safe for me um, as well. And then the final coach that they've got in the fully safe category is Andrew Webster, and I agree as well. The fact that they've turned around with him in his first year from going from a bottom four to a top four side is unbelievable, and we expect high things from the Warriors. Now they're in that category. Andrew Webster, he's really going on a ride with this Warriors side at the moment. Uh, No rhyme intended there, but uh, really excited to see what Andrew Webster does with this Warriors side over the next few years. I do think that he's going to really turn this side around like he already has over the next few years, and they're going to be a top eight side for years to come with the roster that they have. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how he handles Sean Johnson and Adam Fenua Blake leaving at the same time at the end of the year. That's going to be interesting, but I'm more worried about the now and this year and how he handles this year. And if they can be a top four side, um, again, uh, going into the 2024 season, very keen to see how Andrew Webster goes. But I can agree with all of these coaches pretty much, other than maybe Shane Flanagan in that probably safe, I'd move him down one. Uh, But other than that, I can fully agree with everyone that's in this fully safe category. Uh, Moving to their probably safe category, the first guy they've got here is Craig Fitzgibbon. I am 50-50 on this one. You know, they did make the top eight, but they are struggling to beat top eight sides. I'm keen to see how they go into this preseason, how they come out of this preseason as well, going into the opening rounds of the competition, whether they turn their defense around, whether they can start beating top eight sides. He's got a really interesting uh, little issue on his hands, whether he goes with Braden Trindle, a guy that is 28, 29 years old, uh, to partner Nico Hines in the halves, or whether maybe... Throughout the season, he does give a K Dykes or a KL Hero maybe a crack in the spine um, moving forward and sort of builds towards the future as well. It'd be more likely K Dykes to take the six. KL Hero, for me, more of a fullback center. And I think that he'd be more likely to take a Talakai, uh, Talakai spot with Talakai maybe moves into the forward pack like he has previously. Um, but I think that Craig Fitzgibbon for me is safe. I wouldn't say fully safe. I probably agree with the probably safe category because 
If they can't beat top eight sides again this year, you'd have to be a little bit 50-50 on Craig Fitzgibbon. But I rate him. I think that he can turn this side around defensively. He's one of the better defenders uh, in the game when he did play. Um, so, obviously, and one of the better defensive coaches as well. We'd look at what he's done with the Roosters. I'm keen to see how he turns this Shark side around and if they can compete for a top eight spot again. If they can beat top eight sides is going to be the big one for me for Craig Fitzgibbon and his Cronulla Sharks. Uh, looking at the next guy on this list is Trent Robinson. I'd say he's fully safe. You look at Trent Robinson, he's taking this side to finals every single year despite injuries, despite, you know, adversity. He has taken this side to finals consistently over the past few years since he's been there. No matter what the excuse is, he's always been in the finals conversation and the Roosters have always been in the finals conversation. I'd argue that he's fully safe. And I was very surprised when we look back at the Sharks, we look at John Morris, a guy that consistently took the Sharks to the finals, but they wanted more. So they got a guy like Craig Fitzgibbon in and now they can't be top eight sides. So I'm not saying that Craig Fitzgibbon is the wrong guy to bring in. I'm not saying that it was time to go to a new coach. But I think that you can't really knock back a guy that has been so consistent with his team and has consistently gotten his side to finals throughout the past few years. Trent Robinson, for me, is fully safe. I don't think that he is in question one bit. A lot of people do disagree, but I think that he'd be fully safe for me. He's consistently gotten this side to finals, and now they've got a side that can compete for a top spot for a grand final. I'm keen to see if they do do that uh, this season. (laughs) Haha, do-do. But if they do go ahead and compete for a grand final spot, yes, I'm a child. Sue me. Um, But yeah, I think they definitely have the caliber to do that this year. And under Trent Robertson, I think that they can definitely compete for that grand final. So if they don't, I don't think that he's under too much pressure, but a lot of people think that he could uh, be at the end of his run if they don't go to finals. He has been re-signed until 2028, so I think that they have got faith in him to do a job over the next few years, and Nick Politis sees that he has taken this side to finals despite a lot of adversities, mainly through injury. So I think that you know Trent Robinson, for me, is fully safe, but I can sort of agree with the probably safe category. I'd have him in the fully safe section, though. Uh, and... Kevin Walters also in this probably safe category. He's just come out of a grand final over the past few years. Yes, he has been, uh, you know, you know, coaching a wooden spoon side in his first few years, but he's just come out of a grand final. I do think that you've got to cut him a little bit of slack. He is taking this side in the right direction. I don't think he's going to be under too much stick. You know, if they don't get to a grand final this year, just without even the competition is. I think that they will be pushing for a grand final with the side that they do have. You know, you look at the losses that they do have, Herbie Farnworth, um, you know, and Tom Flegler, but they've still got Payne Haas, Reese Walsh, Adam Reynolds, uh, Ezra Mam, who's going to be the next big thing, Paddy Carrigan, um, Payne Haas. You know, they've got a really solid side um, going into this year. They've got a really solid team. Jordan Ricky starting to come into his element as well. Um, they've got a really good young core there. I think that they are going to be pushing for a grand final yet again this season. Uh, so I don't think that he's under as much pressure as what the SEN guys are trying to paint uh, that he is. I think that he's fully safe. Uh, Kevy Walters, I don't, I don't think he'd be under question too much either. So Trent Robinson, 
And uh, Kevy Walters, I'd move them up to fully safe. Shane Flanagan, I'd move him down one to probably safe alongside Craig Fitzgibbon. Other than that, they're doing pretty well, the SEN team, with this tier list. Uh, we'll move down to the if things go poorly section. So these are the coaches that they think if things go poorly this season, they could be under question. Uh, the first guy here is Adam O'Brien. Uh, obviously having a massive turnaround this season um, with them you know, competing for finals uh, and obviously them having a 10-game winning streak going into finals as well. Kalen Ponga having a breakout back into the year uh, after you know being shoved into the 5-8 jersey. It didn't work, having a lot of concussion issues, then coming back and killing it towards the back end of the year. He's going to have a full preseason at fullback. Uh, I think that Adam O'Brien, yes, I agree with him being in this section because if things don't go well, I think he will be under a little bit of stick because he has been under stick um, over the past few years. But I do think if things do go well, uh, he'll probably move up next year into that probably safe category. I think that Adam O'Brien, they're starting to go in a little bit of a better direction. They've got guys like Tyson Frizzell in this squad now. They've just got a Jed Cartwright who will be really good for them off the bench. Dylan Lucas, they've molded him into a back rower who I think is going to be the next big thing for them in the back row. They've got KP. They've got Tyson Gamble, who I really rate in that 5'8 jersey. Hastings has been so good for them in the 7. Phoenix Crossland, they've molded him into a 9, and they've done a really good job with that as well. Uh, He's probably one of the better 9s in form at the moment too, going into this year, Uh, even though he wasn't a 9 to start last year. I really like how this night side is looking. I think that he's in between the if things go poorly and probably safe category for me going into this year. Very 50-50, but look, I can somewhat agree with him being in the category that they've put him in. If things go poorly, I don't mind it. Um, The next guy that's in this section is Todd Payton. Now, obviously, they had a massive fall-off, the Cowboys, this season. A massive, massive fall-off. You know, obviously, they were towered up to be a top eight side competing for a grand final going into last year. They did not live up to that. Their defense was shocking, even though they had a really strong defensive year the year before. I think that if things go poorly, yes, Todd Payton could be under question. And with the current coaching, um, you know, situation with all clubs at the moment where coaches can be sucked very easily, uh, particularly over the past few years, I think we've had about four or five coaches sacked over the past two years, which has been insane. You know, Todd Payton, I think, could be under a bit of stick going into this season if things don't go well, if they're not a top eight side this season because they've got the squad to be a top side in this competition. They just need to do it. They just need to do it, the, the, uh, the Cowboys. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on Todd Payton this year to do that as well. Uh, they've obviously got Tom Deard in there who is predicted to be the next seven. Uh, depending on what they do with Chad Townsend is going to be a big factor as to how they go as well going into the next few years. Todd Payton, though, specifically, is going to be under a bit of pressure as to how he uses this team, uh, especially if they aren't, as I said, a top eight side. Now, we go down a tier further. Needs a big 2024. The first guy here is Cam Serraldo. A lot of hype when he came into this Bulldog side uh, to be the next big thing for them, to be the guy that turns it all around. Usually, uh, we haven't had the best luck with uh, assistant coaches moving into the head coaching role. 
We obviously we obviously had great luck with uh, Andrew Webster, who has really turned that Warriors side around. But on the other side of the park, another Penrith assistant coach going into head coaching, Cam Serrado, hasn't had the best luck to start. And obviously coming into a very different environment where he's had a lot less to work with, particularly in the forwards. He's got a lot to do. And next to Phil Gould, I think he can definitely do that. Uh, he definitely is under a bit of pressure as to how he coaches this team. Uh, I don't think that Matt Burton should be playing halfback. I think that he should be staying at 5'8 throughout the entire year and building his game as a six. I think they need to find out who their seven is going to be, whether it is Toby Sexton or someone else. They need to find that out this season. He does need a big 2024, though. I think he is going to be under a lot of pressure. Uh, Jason Demetrio is another guy in this needs a big 2024 tier list. Um, very interesting to see um, how he goes this season. Uh, I'm very 50-50. I'm a South fan myself. But there are a lot of news reports coming out of South Sydney that he doesn't have control over his troops. If he wants to keep his job as the head coach of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, he has got to get control of his side if that is the case. Now, I'm a big fan of Demetrio because of what he does with the lower grades. My brother's in the lower grades at the moment playing for the development side in the under-16s. He was at that game. He was at the SG Ball, the Harold Mutz. He was at all those games watching on. Uh, he does a lot for the community. Uh, very good with the community as well, I might add, Jason Demetrio. Uh, but with this head coaching gig, with his top side, he really needs to take control of the troops. He needs to rein everyone in, and he needs to get everyone ready for uh, you know, premiership success. He needs to get his troops convinced that this could be the year they get into the grand final because they've got the roster to do it. They had a massive fall off in 2023 because of the morale around the club, because not everything was running smoothly in terms of the morale and in terms of, you know, who had control of this football side as well. So he needs to rein everyone in. He needs to get control of his footy side uh, and that's going to be the big thing for him going into this season. Um, you know, getting this side ready to be a top-notch rugby league side, to be a top contender for a premiership, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Because as I said, they've got the star power to do that. And depending on how he coaches, Lockie Elias as well is going to be a big thing. Whether Lockie Elias is the guy, whether Dean Hawkins is the guy, what happens with some of their senior players at the moment, Damian Cook, Cody Walker, how many more years they get in their contracts as well before they bring in some of the younger guys like Dean Hawkins, like Peter Mamanzella, who they've just re-signed as well. It's going to be very interesting to see how they look over the next few years as well. But Demetrio, yes, under a lot of pressure this season. Uh, Anthony Seabold as well, I'd argue, is under a little bit of pressure. I don't think under too much pressure. I think if he's more in the if, if things go poorly section, I don't think he needs a big 2024. It's his second year as the coach. Um, I think that he's got a really solid team this year. A lot of people are going to cut him a bit of slack if Tom goes down because he is their best player. And when the best player goes down, teams generally don't seem to go as well. Uh, and obviously, I think that's a pretty obvious point. Um, so if Tom goes down, I think they will cut him a little bit of slack, the manly supporters and the board. But regardless, I think they've got a good enough side now where if Tom does go down, they can still be competitive for a top eight spot. Garrick or Cowler can move into um, that number one spot. They've also got Luke Brooks now. They've got Shushta and Jake Arthur who can move into the halves when DCG got, goes into origin. Uh, you know, they've got Skies uh, as depth that they can move around to keep this side competitive uh, regardless of who goes down this season. They've got a decent side with some decent some decent depth. I cannot speak. Um, 
that they can do a lot of damage with. And if Tom goes down, I still expect them to be in and around the top eight or just out of the eight. For me, I think they do get a, a bit of a success and they do get on a bit of a roll this season. So if they don't, I can see him under a little bit of pressure, but I don't think he's in the needs of big 2024 section. I think he's more in the if things go poorly section for me. Uh, Anthony Seabold. And then the coach under the most pressure, the coach in the hot seat, according to SEN, is Brad Arthur. I'm a bit 50-50 on this one. I don't think he's under as much pressure as what people think. Uh, yes, you know, they had a big fall off. They're a, a big factor as to why this side hasn't been going so well is their consistency. They need to be very consistent going into this season if they want to get into the finals. Uh, you know, Arena, the comp has evened out so much now. So, um it's going to be much harder for the Parramatta Reels to get into the top eight if they aren't consistent. I'm very 50 on this one. I don't think Brad Arthur is under the hot seat. I don't. I can't see him getting sacked if they don't go too well to start the year. I think it's going to take a little bit more for Brad Arthur to get the sack. I think that he's more in the needs of big 2024 section than in the hot seat. I don't think he's under that much pressure as what people think he is. I think that he's more in that... Needs a big 2024 or if things go poorly section. They've got a good team. They should be a top eight side, but the comp has evened out so much where it's going to be a lot harder to get into the top eight if you're not consistent. Consistency is the only issue for me that the Parramatta Reels have. They've got the roster to be a top eight side. It's just about being consistent throughout the year for them if they want to be that top eight side. So look, very keen to see how Brad Arthur and the Parramatta Reels go, but I can somewhat agree with this top tier list. You know, there are a few changes I would make. Shane Flanagan moving into the probably safe category. Trent Robinson and Kevy Walters moving into the fully safe category. Adam O'Brien moving into the probably safe category up from if things go poorly. Um, I think that other than that, I somewhat agree with the rest of it. Anthony Seabold probably moves up into the if things go poorly category. And I think that Brad Arthur moves into the it needs a big 2024 category. I'll leave the link for this video um, in the description of the podcast in case you want to go back and have a listen and get the SEN guys' thoughts. They did a very good job at putting this thing together. Uh, it's probably an 8 or 9 and a 10 for me. There are a few changes that I would make, but all in all, I think it's pretty um, close to you know the pressure that the coaches are going to be in in terms of who's going to be under the most and least pressure going into uh, this upcoming season. So I'll leave the link for this uh, little YouTube video in the description of the podcast, but that's my thoughts on this tier list presented by SEN. Well,